people can actually see that um, you know things are actually bad, mm. and um, they understand that it is not our fault. And it is also not their fault. Mm, mm. So at this point in time, we've not had that discussion. But I am trusting God to help me mm. to actually deal with that in a way that is constructive and um, you know and makes sense for both parties. Mm. It's a very difficult conversation, mm. and uh, you also actually want to trust God that He's actually going to provide. Mm. Because Welcome back to the Gospel Coalition Africa podcast. My name is Black. I'm the host. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you are joining us for the first time, uh, if you have been following us, uh, thank you so much for all the support, uh, especially in these crazy and trying times as we uh, just try and keep up to date with what's happening with COVID-19. Um, and today we also have a guest um, who's a business owner um, and she'll explain to us what she does uh, and hopefully we can get into the conversation just about the, the economic effects um, of COVID-19. Um, on the other line uh, is Umam Gule. How are you doing, Ma? I'm good, thanks, and you? Good, good, good. For those who don't know you, uh, can you please tell us who you are, um, a bit about your family and, and home life? Okay, um, I'm Kuku Gule. I'm married to Jerry Gule. We are members of Christchurch um, Midrand. Yeah. Um, we've been married now for going for 30 year, 38 years. Wow. Uh, God has blessed us. It's yeah. going to be 38 years in July. Sure. Uh, we have three kids. Uh-huh. And uh, our, our family uh, believes uh, in Christ. Uh, that Christ is uh, the one who came to save us. Uh. So we, that is the core of our home. And uh, we believe that uh, that should be the anchor of every home. Sure. Because uh, we are here in this life for a reason. And God has put us here for a reason. Uh. And um, yes, and everything that is about us and is us is all in, is all in his hands. Wow, well, that's really that's really uh, special and 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 very powerful, um, especially yeah in the times that we're living in, where Jesus becomes the other thing for other people, um, and you never find or hardly find people who would um, um, speak about him being the center of their lives. Um, how, how did you how did you meet Jesus? If you could briefly uh, walk us through that. Okay, I um, my family was Lutheran. Mm-hmm. So from the you know from the time I could open my eyes, I was going to a Lutheran church, <laughs> and um, later my parents moved to Swaziland from Deben, mm. and we went to an evangelical school. That's where I first heard the gospel, the true gospel, mm. and I actually ran away from it. I thought, you know, that uh, Christianity is for older people; it's going to hold me <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, when I'm older, maybe when I'm 25, then I can accept him yeah. uh, because then I'll be older. Uh, but that was not God's plan mm. because when I was at university, um, I had a friend that was a believer mm. and she would, in ways that are not offensive, uh, just introduce me to the gospel. 
and we just uh, chat about that. Hmm. Of course, that still wasn't for me until I was involved in an incident uh, in a neighboring town where an older cousin uh, physically abused me and I came back to campus. I felt despondent. I didn't know what to do. Mm. And for the first time, I actually prayed to the Lord. Mm. And all the exposure that I had had, the work that had been done by different people Mm. in terms of exposing me to the Word of God, I knew that God was there and that He could take care of me and that I could commit my life to Him Mm. even as I was going through that kind of persecution. So since that time, um, I have um, been a believer. Sure. Uh, my ethos uh, is um, is firmed in Him. Mm. Uh, yes, I am not a perfect person. I make errors, mm. uh, like anybody else. Um, we are sinners by nature. Mm. But the difference is that what changed in me was that. When I then saw that maybe I've sinned, I could realize that I've sinned and I can go to Christ Mm. and say to him, I'm sorry, I've Mm. messed up. Just give me another chance here. Wow, that's that's a powerful testimony. Um, So praise the Lord uh, that even in the midst of confusion and in the midst of persecution, as you mentioned, he still works to draw those he he loves. Um, so, So praise him indeed. Um, and yes. and in, in, in all your dealings, as you just mentioned, you're not a perfect person. You still make errors, um, but you, you're a businesswoman. You run a business. Um, care to, mm. to tell us about, about your business? Uh, what kind of business is it, and, and what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Okay, so since 2005, I've been running a business called Gigi Boutique, mm-hmm. Uh, which is a fashion business that caters for plus-size women. Mm. Uh, Before then, I was actually a statistician. I have a doctorate in demography, but um, due to persecution in government, I decided to do something that I have a passion for, (laughs) but which which will not make me rely on tenders up there in government because I'd seen that a lot of stuff was going wrong there. So... So by God's grace, um, I've had this business since 2005, and um, we we have uh, custom-made clothes. Uh-huh. So if you need something custom-made, we do it. Uh-huh. But we also have ready-to-wear clothes that we import uh, from the U.S. Okay. And some things we make locally, while some we, we make externally. Uh-huh. We are now based in Linwood Glen. And uh, after having uh, moved from shopping center to shopping center, this is our final home. <laughs> yeah. So from day to day, actually, we assist clients, we communicate with clients, we feed them uh, clothing. And of course, there's a lot of back-end stuff that you have to do, admin and stuff. So uh. by the time you get to the client, you've done all of that other uh, strategic work, marketing work, yeah. and, 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 yes. Sure. Um, how big is the business? Do you employ other people, um, or is it, or is it just you um, running it? Um, yes. Normally, I have three people okay. that I employ, but it varies uh-huh. uh, from time to time, uh, depending on uh, on the season, 
And just depending also on, you know, it's difficult sometimes to uh, retain stuff. Mm. So sometimes people are gone, but ideally would like to have three people. One person helping me uh, in terms of being my PA and then two people being at the floor. Mm, I see. Uh, we obviously speaking about mm. COVID-19 and the effects on, on small businesses, on big businesses, medium-sized businesses. Um, everybody's yes. getting hit. Um, so so when um, the news about COVID-19 came, um, I just want to know where you were at uh, and what were your initial thoughts and feelings uh, when you got the news so about COVID-19. So are you talking about hearing about COVID-19 when it started in China or COVID here in South Africa? Uh, when it started in oh, China. Okay. Yeah. So when it started, um, actually, no, I don't think that anybody knew. Well, I personally didn't know that it would move from China so fast. I just thought that it was something mm. perhaps that is in the distance. And maybe it will come to mm. South Africa. Maybe it will not come to South Africa. So I was like, mm. kind of laid back about it. And as you see, uh, more people getting contracting the disease, more people dying. And then you start seeing mm. that, oh, one country now has a, a case. Then you start to worry because, um, mm. you know, then the whole world got jittery and everybody started getting jittery, including ourselves. When you think of small business people. Sure. And um, mm. just in terms of the, the how it has affected my business and the industry at large. I mean, as you said um, earlier, mm. it's affected small businesses and large businesses. But my view is that mm. uh, small businesses are going to be more of casualties than big businesses because mm. um, big businesses have reserves. Uh, they can dip into those sure. reserves. We don't have reserves as mm. small business people. And, um, hmm. yeah, then it, it gets difficult because the first thing that it affects is your sales. And as uh, obviously, yeah. because we are a contact business, we are, you know, people come to us and uh, we dress them, we recommend hmm. what they can wear, we take measurements of them, so they, that contact. So because of the fear sure. that has gripped the country, that and, and has actually gripped yeah. the world, the sales in my business have gone down, uh, the March sales. Sure. When I'm talking gone down, mm. you're not talking small decline. You're talking big decline. Why? Because the target mm. market, it's more of those people that are more educated. They understand uh, the issues about the virus. They, don't, they want to self-preserve mm. and they don't want to be coming here and sure. be infected by a business that they don't know whether they've actually taken any precautions to, um, you know, mm. to protect their staff and to protect their customers. And one of the things mm. that then as a business owner eats you is, how am I going to pay the salaries of these people? These people are working hard. Sure. The fact that the sales have gone down, <laughs> it's not their responsibility but it's also not something that is mm. caused by me. So it's something that uh, that that worries you. I would say, I would be lying if I say that it does not worry you because I don't think that anybody who owns mm. a business and they see 
uh, uh, negative effects. They would just say, no, I'm fine. But at the end of the yeah. day, then you have to say, okay, so what can I do? Um, and by God's grace, I'll say it by God's grace, I moved from a location uh, in the Brooklyn area and I moved the business mm. to part of my house. And I'll say it was God's providence oh, that because mm. right now I don't have to worry about paying a 60,000 rent, rent to somebody when sure. my sales are <laughs> going down. I still have yes. to pay salary. So that sure. is God's providence. Yeah. And also around July, we started uh, an online store, which didn't really pick up that much. Uh -huh. But now people, because they don't want to come, mm. we now have an opportunity <laughs> to actually then grow that mm. and um, you know do more development in terms of making sure that it happens. And then also just say to people, mm. don't come at once. Those who come, they come by appointment so that we can contain mm. the sterilization of the place and um, and make it a safer sure. place to be. Yeah, so so yeah, basically yeah. you have to think out what? of the box and say, and not like look yeah, at yeah. it as, as doom and gloom. Uh, I've just seen on TV <laughs> yes. now that uh, the, the Minister for Small Business is saying something about small businesses. Uh, the rescue, I am yes. going to explore that because I don't think anybody uh -huh. doesn't need uh, some assistance at this point in time. Sure. No, that's that's amazing because that's what uh, a lot of people are actually mm -hmm. struggling with, um, that as soon as the their businesses or their sales of the businesses have yeah. been hit. Um, the, they struggle yeah. moving forward, finding creative ways of how to um, yeah. continue uh, doing business. Um, but a, a lot of organizations are moving yeah. online. And I think this is a good time for us to, to even explore the areas yeah. of our businesses where, where yeah. we're lacking in. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of put in the, 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 the momentum there, whether it is marketing, mm. whether, like mm. you're saying, whether it is um, um, focusing more mm. on your online mm. store, uh, that when this does uh, go down, that your, your online store skills will be yes. beefed up um, for, for, yes. for, for the future. Um, how have the conversations been with, with the people that work for you? Um, so obviously it's not your fault. They know that. Um, but, but at the same time, they, they probably looking at you like, <laughs> Hey, we, we need to eat. <laughs> so, so has, has it been awkward? Have you, have you found it hard to have those conversations? Um, uh, okay. Um, um, not directly. But people can actually see that, um, you know, things are actually bad. Mm. And um, they understand that it is not our fault and it is also not their fault. Mm, mm. So at this point in time, we've not had that discussion. But I am trusting God to help me mm. to actually deal with that in a way that is constructive and, um, you know, and make sense for both parties. Mm, mm. It's a very difficult conversation. Mm. And uh, you also actually want to trust God that he's actually going to provide. Mm. Because, you know, 
besides the people that are employed in the store, you also have people that have, you know, do support services, the cleaning and whatever. Sure. And everybody, you know, you're providing employment to people. Hmm. And if you just say to people, you know, go home, I'm going to ride this ship all alone. Hmm. What happens to all those people now that have gone home? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure, and, and I mean that that the ripple ripple effects are are very are very tremendous because then their families get affected and the communities they mm-hmm. live in. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people do depend um, on wages mm-hmm. and uh, the money that they get. Um, so so it is indeed a, a big prayer to offer to God. Yeah. Uh, to ask yeah. Him to help us yeah. in these situations. Definitely. Um, uh, you've alluded to to the Lord a number of times. Um, so, so as a as a Christian, how has your faith been challenged um, in in these times? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. You know, as human beings, we tend to like kind of like the Lord when things are good, <laughs> and then things are bad. We don't so much like the Lord. <laughs> yes. It it becomes like an academic exercise, Lord. You have to think about it and you say, okay, let me do it. Lord, I need to do this. Yeah. Lord, please help me. It's not like automatic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's rough. But you know what? I say that all of this happens, all of this that is happening mm. is not happening in a vacuum. Yeah. It's happening in the full view of God. Yeah. He knows about it. He knows about consequences. The Lord can provide in ways that we actually don't understand, mm. but He still does provide. It's it's just one has to be more on their knees, mm. while at the same time using the intellect that God uh, has given us, mm. that you just don't sit and you fold your arms mm. and say, no, God is going to do it. Mm. So, you know, so the advice that I would give other people, and which is what I am trying to do on my side, is mm. to say, okay, let's think out of the box. Mm. Yes, the catastrophe is here. Mm. So what can we do differently sure. in order to deal with this situation that is nobody's fault? Mm. Um, like, we are looking at alternative strategies. What else can we do? Mm. Like, I'll give you an example. We we um, normally take the shock to our clients, mm. those who do not who are too busy to come to the store. Mm. So now imagine uh, we try to initiate. So we have home office visits mm. in the slide of self isolation. Mm. That strategy is not working anymore. <laughs> so we then have to look at, okay, so how about you don't stop shopping altogether. Let's uh, courier something to you. You try it on. Mm. If you like it, uh, you keep it, you pay. If you don't like it, you just courier it back. Sure. sure. We are going to sanitize our thing so that it gets to you, um, the inside of the box anyway, yeah. so that it, it, it's, it's clean. Yeah. You know, you are safe to touch it. Yeah. But that, that's the thinking. You know, you just think about that. And you think about, okay, instead of throwing your hands up, mm. say, okay, maybe this is a time to actually take care of all those other things that the business needs to be sorted out with. Yes. Because I'm not having 
as many people coming through. Yes. So you think through your other strategies, like now we're thinking of actually mailing things to people. Mm. You try to do the marketing, you try to grow the online business mm. and just get the groundwork because what we do know is that all of this will pass. Yep. We just don't know when it will pass. Yeah. Yeah. And and also just having the confidence in God that God this is all in your hands. Yeah. Show me. <laughs> because other times God may just be saying, Oh, this is your opportunity to shut down. I've been wanting you to actually do something else and you have not been listening to me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So whichever way God answers, then one should have the ability to listen. Yeah. Uh, if he says you shut and this is the, the door that I'm opening for you, then that would be the call. Yeah. But yeah, but you would hope that it is not the case because mm. of all these people that are relying on you. Sure. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, and with that said, um, somebody who's listening to this, who is a business owner, I hope that they, they have been encouraged. Um, and I think the takeaway is to keep our eyes on the Lord. Um, he's the one who's running mm. everything as much as you are the business owner. Uh, after mm. all, he, he owns you and he's the one who mm -hmm. brings the clients, who supplies the, the funds. Yeah. Uh, so to trust yeah. him, but at the same time, be proactive with the intellect that he's given you that you so eloquently yeah. said uh, and the wisdom that he's already uh, gifted you with. Uh, so that you mm. can see creative ways and, 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 and other other ways that you haven't explored. Um, anything else from your side as we close? Um, any last words that you'd want to say to uh, those Christians in general, just, just in light of the COVID, um, folks, there is no need to empty the shelves. Let's, mm. <laughs> let's think for other people. Let's, we, we all know that we need hand sanitizers, <laughs> we need this. Yes. Let's just, you know, uh, hold on. It's not like the world is coming to an end. Um, you know, it's not like, okay, it's not like it's come to an end. Yeah. But, you know, things will work out. Let's just know that somebody else will need mm. this much. Just leave some for the next person mm. um, to be able to buy. And it will all come to pass. Even the 1918 mm. flu that killed so many people. Mm. It came to pass. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Sure, no, that's good. Thank you so much, Mamkule. Uh, really appreciate yeah. it. Um, we, yeah, we're going to be praying for you and your business. Yes. Um, and we'll be praying for all those who, who run small businesses my, as well. Uh, my pleasure. Time. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for spending okay. time with us Bye -bye. Uh, this afternoon. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that was our conversation with Umam Kukukule um, just on small businesses and the effects of COVID-19 on them. Um, we we hope that you're encouraged, hope that you have found some advice and things to do uh, practically as you wait uh, in the season. Uh, we don't know how long it's going to last for, uh, but we know that God is in control. He's in charge. He's on the throne. Um, and he is the one who's ruling and reigning and we should look upon him and trust him. 
um, for our provision, uh, for our ideas, for our creativity, and for the growth of our business, um, even as it it moves into different shapes uh, and areas that we were were were, were not thinking of uh, or did not explore as much previously. Um, we trust that God will will work it out for the good of those who love Him. Um, and so, yeah. With that said, um, trust Him, believe in Him, um, and grace and peace to you. And be praying uh, to God to keep you uh, in this time. My name is Black Newborn. That's uh, our episode on the Gospel Coalition Africa podcast. Do check us out on all our social media um, and uh, everywhere else that you can get a hold of podcasts, videos, um, and so on and so forth. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.